Study Article 40. This article will be studied during the week of November 28th through December 4th. Bringing the Many to Righteousness Theme Text Those bringing the many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever and ever. Daniel 12, 3 Song 151 He Will Call Preview this article provides an adjustment in our understanding with regard to the great educational program described at Daniel 12, 2, and 3. We will examine when this will happen and who will be involved. We will also see how this educational program will prepare those on earth for the final test at the end of Christ's thousand-year reign. Paragraph 1. Question. What exciting events await us during the thousand-year reign? What a wonderful day it will be when the resurrection starts here on earth during Christ's thousand-year reign. All who have lost loved ones long to see them again. That is how Jehovah feels, too. Imagine what joyous reunions will take place earth-wide. As we learned in the preceding article, the righteous, whose names are written in the Book of Life, will return to a resurrection of life. John 5.29 Perhaps many of our loved ones will be among those restored to life early on in the earthly resurrection. The footnote reads, The resurrection may start with those who died faithful during the last days, and then may proceed backward generation by generation. If this proves to be the case, each generation will have an opportunity to welcome back those whom they had known personally. Whatever the case, the scriptures speak of a proper order with regard to the heavenly resurrection, and we can assume that the earthly resurrection will also be carried out in an orderly manner. 1 Corinthians 15.23 End of footnote Additionally, the unrighteous, such as those who did not have sufficient opportunity to know Jehovah, or to serve him faithfully before they died, will be raised to a resurrection of judgment. Paragraphs 2 and 3, Question A. As indicated at Isaiah 11, 9, and 10, what will be the greatest educational program in all human history? Question B. What will we consider in this article? All these resurrected ones will need to be instructed. So the greatest educational program in all human history will need to be implemented. Why? Isaiah 11:9 and 10 reads, They will not cause any harm or any ruin in all my holy mountain, because the earth will certainly be filled with the knowledge of Jehovah as the waters cover the sea. In that day the root of Jesse will stand up as a signal for the peoples. To him the nations will turn for guidance, and his resting place will become glorious. For one thing, the unrighteous who are resurrected will need to learn about Jesus Christ, the kingdom arrangement, the ransom, and the universal issue involving Jehovah's name and sovereignty. Even the righteous will need to be brought up to date with what Jehovah has progressively revealed concerning his purpose for the earth. Some of these faithful ones died long before Jehovah's Word was compiled into the Bible canon. Both the unrighteous 
and the righteous will have a lot to learn. In this article, we will consider the following questions. What will be involved in implementing this great educational program? What impact will that program have on whether names are written permanently in the Book of Life or not? The answers to these questions should matter to us today. As we will see, some fascinating prophecies recorded in the books of Daniel and Revelation will help clarify our understanding of what will happen when the dead are resurrected. First, let us consider the exciting events foretold in the prophecy of Daniel 12, 1 and 2. Those asleep in the dust will wake up. Paragraphs 4 and 5 question. What does Daniel 12.1 reveal about the time of the end? Daniel 12.1 reads, During that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who is standing in behalf of your people, and there will occur a time of distress such as has not occurred since there came to be a nation until that time. And during that time, your people will escape, everyone who is found written down in the book. The book of Daniel reveals the sequence of exciting events that will occur during the time of the end. For example, Daniel 12.1 reveals that Michael, who is Jesus Christ, is standing in behalf of God's people. That part of the prophecy began to be fulfilled in 1914 when Jesus was appointed as king of God's heavenly kingdom. However, Daniel was also told that Jesus would stand up during a time of distress such as has not occurred since there came to be a nation until that time. This time of distress is the Great Tribulation mentioned at Matthew twenty four twenty one. Jesus stands up or acts to defend God's people at the end of this time of distress, that is, at Armageddon. The book of Revelation refers to these ones as a great crowd who come out of the Great Tribulation, Revelation 7, 9, and 14. Paragraph 6. Question. What happens after the great crowd survive the Great Tribulation? Explain. Daniel 12, 2 reads, And many of those asleep in the dust of the earth will wake up, some to everlasting life and others to reproach and to everlasting contempt. What happens after the great crowd survive this time of distress? This prophecy is not referring to a symbolic resurrection, a spiritual revival of God's servants that occurs during the last days, as we previously understood. The footnote reads, This explanation is an adjustment to the understanding found in the book Pay Attention to Daniel's Prophecy, Chapter 17, and in the Watchtower of July 1, 1987, pages 21 through 25. End of footnote. Rather, these words refer to the resurrection of the dead that takes place in the coming new world. Why can we draw that conclusion? The expression, the dust, is also used at Job 17.16 as a parallel of the expression, the grave. This fact indicates that Daniel 12.2 is referring to the literal resurrection that will occur after the last days have ended 
and after the Battle of Armageddon. Paragraph 7. Question A. In what sense will some be resurrected to everlasting life? Question B. How is this a better resurrection? What does Daniel 12.2 mean, though, when it says that some will be resurrected to everlasting life? It means that those who are resurrected and come to know, or continue to know, and obey Jehovah and Jesus during the 1,000 years will ultimately receive everlasting life. This will be a better resurrection than the one in the past that brought certain humans back to life. Hebrews 11.35 Why? Because those imperfect humans died again. Paragraph 8. Question. How are others resurrected to reproach and to everlasting contempt? But not all resurrected ones will accept Jehovah's educational program. Daniel's prophecy says that some will be resurrected to reproach and to everlasting contempt. Because they will show a rebellious spirit, their names will not be written in the book of life, and they will not receive everlasting life. Instead, they will receive everlasting contempt or destruction. So Daniel 12.2 is speaking of the ultimate outcome for all resurrected ones based on what they do after their resurrection. Some will gain everlasting life, others will not. The footnote reads, In contrast, the terms the righteous and the unrighteous, found at Acts 24.15, and the words those who did good things and those who practiced vile things, found at John 5.29, focus on the conduct of the resurrected ones before they died. End of footnote. Bringing the Many to Righteousness Paragraphs 9 and 10 Question What else will happen after the Great Tribulation? And who will shine as brightly as the expanse of heaven? Daniel 12.3 reads, and those having insight will shine as brightly as the expanse of heaven, and those bringing the many to righteousness like the stars, forever and ever. What else will happen after the coming time of distress? In addition to Daniel 12, 2, verse 3 refers to something that happens after the Great Tribulation. Who will shine as brightly as the expanse of heaven? We find a clue in Jesus' words recorded at Matthew 13.43. At that time, the righteous ones will shine as brightly as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. In the context of these words, Jesus was speaking about the sons of the kingdom, his anointed brothers, who will serve with him in the heavenly kingdom. Matthew 13.38 so Daniel 12.3 must be referring to the anointed and the work they will do during the thousand-year reign. Paragraphs 11 and 12. Question. What work will the 144,000 do during the 1,000 years? How will the anointed bring the many to righteousness? The anointed will cooperate closely with Jesus Christ to direct the educational program that will be carried out here on earth during the 1,000 years. The 144,000 will not only rule as kings, 
but also serve as priests. As such, they will assist with the healing of the nations, gradually bringing mankind back to perfection. Revelation 22, 1 and 2. What a joy that will be for the anointed. The picture caption reads, The 144,000 will work closely with Jesus Christ to direct the educational work that will take place during the 1,000 years. Who will be among the many brought to righteousness? These will include those who are resurrected and also those who survive Armageddon together with any children who may be born in the new world. By the end of the 1,000 years, all living on earth will be perfect. So at what point will their names be written permanently in ink and not in pencil in the Book of Life? The Final Test Paragraphs 13 and 14 question What will all perfect people on earth need to demonstrate before they receive everlasting life? We must remember that being perfect does not in itself mean that a person will automatically gain everlasting life. Think of Adam and Eve. They were perfect, but they needed to demonstrate their obedience to Jehovah God before they would be granted everlasting life. And sadly, they failed to obey Him. What will be the situation of those on earth by the end of the 1,000 years? All will have gained perfection. Will all those perfect people fully support Jehovah's rule forever? Or will some prove to be like Adam and Eve, who despite being perfect, became unfaithful? These questions will need to be answered, but how? Paragraphs 15 and 16. Question A. When will all mankind receive an opportunity to show their loyalty to Jehovah? Question B. What will be the final result of this test? Satan will be confined for the 1,000 years. During that time, he will not be able to mislead anyone. However, at the end of the 1,000 years, Satan will be released from his confinement. He will then try to mislead perfect humans. During that test, all perfect humans on earth will have an opportunity to show clearly where they stand on the issue of God's name and sovereignty. Their individual responses to Satan's efforts will determine whether their names should be written permanently in the Book of Life. Some, an unspecified number, will prove to be like Adam and Eve rejecting Jehovah's rulership. What will happen to them? Revelation 20.15 tells us, Whoever was not found written in the book of life was hurled into the lake of fire. Yes, these rebellious ones will be completely destroyed forever. But the majority of perfect mankind will pass this final test. Their names will then be written permanently in the book of life. During the time of the end. Paragraph 17. Question. What was Daniel told would happen in our time? How exciting it is to think about these future events. However, Daniel also received from an angel some important information concerning our time, the time of the end. Daniel 12.4 reads, 
As for you, Daniel, keep the words secret and seal up the book until the time of the end. Many will rove about, and the true knowledge will become abundant. Verses 8 through 10 read, Now as for me, I heard, but I could not understand. So I said, O my Lord, what will be the outcome of these things? Then he said, Go, Daniel, because the words are to be kept secret and sealed up until the time of the end. Many will cleanse themselves and whiten themselves and will be refined, and the wicked ones will act wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand, but those having insight will understand. The angel told Daniel, True knowledge will become abundant. Yes, the prophetic words in his book would be understood more fully by God's people. The angel added that during this time, the wicked ones would act wickedly, and none of the wicked would understand. Paragraph 18, Question. What will soon happen to the wicked? Today it may appear that the wicked are getting away with their wicked conduct. But soon Jesus will judge the goat-like ones and separate them from the sheep-like ones. These wicked ones will not survive the Great Tribulation, nor will they be resurrected to live in the new world. Their names will not be in the Book of Remembrance, mentioned at Malachi 3.16. Paragraph 19, Question. What is it now time for us to do, and why? Now is the time for us to prove that we are not among the wicked ones. Malachi 3.16-18 reads, At that time those who feared Jehovah spoke with one another, each one with his companion. And Jehovah kept paying attention and listening. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those fearing Jehovah and for those meditating on his name. And they will be mine, says Jehovah of armies, in the day when I produce a special property. I will show them compassion, just as a man shows compassion to his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between a righteous person and a wicked person, between one serving God and one not serving Him. Jehovah is gathering those whom He views as a special property or a treasured possession. We surely want to be among them. Paragraph 20. Question. What final promise was made to Daniel? And why do you look forward to the fulfillment of that promise? Truly, we are living in exciting times, but far more amazing things are about to happen. Soon we will see the destruction of all wickedness. Following that, we will see the fulfillment of Jehovah's promise to Daniel. You will stand up for your lot at the end of the days. Daniel 12:13. Do you long for the day when Daniel, along with your loved ones, will stand up again? If so, do your utmost now to be faithful, and you can be sure that your name will remain written in Jehovah's Book of Life. The picture caption reads, How thrilling it will be to see Daniel, our loved ones, and many more stand up for their lot in the new world. How would you explain these verses? 
Daniel 12, 1. Daniel 12, 2 and 3. Daniel 12, 4 and 8 through 10. Song 80, Taste and See That Jehovah Is Good. End of article.